Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Lola Pops Off About Dramas with your host, Lola. Welcome, welcome back, everyone, to another episode. And as you can see by the title, today's episode will be a What Went Down Final Thoughts episode, and I will be giving my final thoughts on Strangers Again, or also known as Can We Be Strangers, and Crash Course in Romance. So I did do an initial thoughts episode um, on both of these dramas in one, so I thought it would be nice to follow up with my final thoughts on both because, you know, as always, I do have some final thoughts on these dramas. (laughs) So I really wanted to do that for you today. Um, But first, I think I'm going to start with Crash Course and Romance, and then I'll kind of wrap up with Can We Be Strangers or Strangers Again. And I go back and forth with the title because one's, you know, too long and one's shorter, you know, so it's nice to use a shorter one. But Can We Be Strangers is actually used as a kind of quote from the drama itself. So I think that it's an actually, you know, more meaningful title, but it's neither here nor there. I'll get to my final thoughts on that in a little bit. So let's go ahead and jump into Crash Course in Romance. Um, yeah, because I have some final thoughts. I have some thoughts. I have some thoughts. So if you're listening to this episode, you've probably gotten a chance to finish or complete Crash Course in Romance, hopefully. So I won't go into a major synopsis or recap or anything like that. But I will say that Crash Course in Romance is... What I gathered from watching it, a rom-com with a hint of murder mystery and some discussion on the South Korean education system and the turmoil that it puts its students through. So, you know, that's what I kind of summed up from (laughs) what I got the story to be about. Um, In saying that, I want to preference here that there will be some spoilers. So if you have not already learned of the major kind of plot twist of the drama with who was mysteriously killing people with metal balls in a slingshot, you will find out in this episode. (laughs) Or, you know, maybe you don't even need to find out. There is someone who's shooting people with metal balls in a slingshot and killing them. And that is the murder mystery of this drama period. Um, But if you know, if you don't mind spoilers and things like that, let's go ahead and get into my final thoughts on Crash Course in Romance. Um, And for my final thoughts, I want to go over a few specific things. And this is only for Crash Course that I wanted to kind of uh, give you the things that I wanted to discuss. I don't usually do this as like, oh, here are the topics I'm going to discuss regarding this drama. I don't really do that because I'm not really that organized. But this time I actually kind of did organize it a little bit. Didn't do the same for um, Strangers Again because didn't need to. But I had to organize my thoughts a little bit for Crash Course. So here are the things that I want to kind of point out today. I want to point out my initial thoughts and what I appreciated about the drama in the beginning. So I I think I need to recap that so that we kind of know where I stood at the beginning of this drama. And then I also want to give you my thoughts halfway through watching the drama and when the kind of murder mystery really kind of starts to take effect. So I want to talk about that. Um, I also want to talk about um, just my general thoughts on the characters and my appreciation for them because I like to always do a little highlight or shout out to my 
characters, and then I'll give you my final thoughts on how I feel about the drama overall. So that is the organization of my final thoughts for Crash Course. And again, I don't really do that. I, I don't I don't know why I don't do that. <laughs> I probably should do that more often. Um, but I I think I wanted to make sure I didn't um, leave out anything in regards to my thoughts. So I feel like what I'm going to say about Crash Course may be a little controversial. So I don't want anyone coming for me. So I thought I would probably just kind of let me organize my thoughts properly so I could say exactly what I what I thought and what I meant about Crash Course. So let's go into my first thing, which again was my initial thoughts and what I originally appreciated about the drama. Um, so if you remember, if you listened to that um, initial thoughts episode I did, I had to watch the first four episodes of Crash Course before I could actually form a real opinion on the drama. So that was something that I th- don't think people re- maybe remember is that I, in the beginning, the first episode, I was unsure. I remember saying that I was slightly bored and I, I admitted that, but that's the thing. This is the same director as Hometown Cha Cha Cha. And I kind of had the exact same experience with Hometown Cha Cha Cha. So I did not let that hold me back, <laughs> but it did take me four episodes for me to really form an opinion on how I was feeling about the drama. And the, the initial things that I, I pointed out was that I really, 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 really um, love the relationship between our two leads. And I was interested in seeing what kind of chemistry they would have. I think I said that specifically that I was very interested to see the chemistry uh, between um, our King Sung and Chiyol characters, or Do Yun and Kwang Ho, our actors, I was really interested. I was like, I don't know. I don't know what kind of vibe they're going to give me. And I say that specifically because when I think of Do Yun, I think of Sex Pistol. Like, she, to me, is like, sexy and so seeing her in this role I was like what is she gonna give you know because she was already kind of kind of silly in a way um I don't know I just wasn't sure what she was gonna give in this and then I and of course have Kwang Ho who does comedy um acting so well but then also he has this extreme like switch that he turns on and it turns into like this it's I just love him I fall head over heels with him every time I watch him in something every single time it's like I don't know what it is about him as an actor. I just fall in love anew each time I see him. And the same thing happened again um, with Crash Course. Fell in love with him all over again. So I was really interested in the beginning. I mentioned about their chemistry and what they were going to bring. So that was one of the things I was already like sticking around um, to watch the drama for. Uh, the other thing I pointed out was my investment in figuring out more about the Che Chiyo um, character and his past. I said that was very intriguing to me. He had a lot going on with his character in the beginning. I mean, he couldn't eat. Um, he couldn't keep his food down. You know, he only could eat her food and, you know, all of that. And like he had these kind of nightmares and he would sleep on the floor because he, I don't know. And he would, you know, it was just like he was a workaholic. He was go, 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 go. And he just had a lot going on with his character that I was intrigued by. I was like, okay, I'm really interested to find out what led him down this path of being the way that he is right now because it's very unhealthy the way that he is right now and I want to know what was the trigger for that and they gave us little snippets of his past and his you know past as a teacher and the student that ended up dying and things like that so I was like okay I'm invested I'm intrigued by this Chiyo character so that was one of the other things that immediately pulled me into the drama um and then just in general the the feel of the story I thought it definitely reminded me of hometown cha-cha-cha because it did seem to focus on a neighborhood and the folks 
in that neighborhood. And I really, really love that. I like, um, you know, when you have like your local spots and everyone knows everyone. And I think I even said, said this in um, Hometown Cha Cha Cha, but it's like the, you know, where everybody knows your name kind of feel. And I get, I love that. I love that in stories. I love that in dramas. And I love that in my real life as well. <laughs> I like that kind of concept of like, you know, the neighborhood, everyone knows everyone. So I was interested in that and I, I really did like that setup. Um, and then at the end of episode four, I believe there was the surprise that there was this kind of murder plot line that we were going to be following. And so that was actually interesting um, at that point where I was kind of like, oh, what is this? I, I was like, I wasn't expecting this to come come to be. Like, I didn't I didn't think this was going to be a part of the story at all. So it was interesting. It was intriguing um, with that surprise of like, oh, we're, now we're going down a murder plot. You know, that was interesting as well. So those were my initial kind of thoughts and what I originally appreciated about the drama. Now, knowing those are my initial thoughts, let me transition into my thoughts halfway through the drama and the murder mystery, because it, it does take a little turn here for me um, from my initial thoughts. And again, that was from first the first four episodes. So I had gotten a good feel of what I enjoyed about the story um, through those first four episodes. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know what to tell you, but at, at some point in this drama, I can't, t- I can't tell you exactly what episode it was, but I just remember all I was caring about were our two lovebirds and wanting to see them together and cute and happy. Um, and that's all I was focused on. And then it felt like we just skipped over it <laughs> and we were automatically forced to follow along with the murder plot line. Um, and yes, though I, it was interesting, you know, in the beginning, trying to figure out who the killer was and the motive and then finding out who the actual killer was. Um, there, even though that was interesting in the beginning, there was something still um, lacking with that plot line, this whole murder mystery plot line. It just didn't feel as integrated with the rest of the story as I think it should have felt <laughs> with our Chiyo character being the main reason for the murderers even happening in the first place. I just, I think it felt like, uh, I felt like the way um, these murders themselves were happening and the murderer <laughs> himself, they just weren't at all that interesting. I know, weird, right? They just weren't that interesting. And it sounds weird that I'm saying like murderers, you know, murderers should be interesting and murderers should be interesting. You know, that's not the point, but I'm just saying um, we were dealing with a serial killer. Um, (laughs) We were dealing with an actual serial killer. Um, And if you don't know, here's that, you know, that spoiler that you probably already heard if you and even if you haven't finished watching the drama, you probably already heard it. Um, but the the actual killer is the assistant to Chiyol at his, you know, where he works at the Pride Academy. Um, his character is Ji Dong-wi, and he's played by Shin Jae-ha. And this, this murderer is, like I said, a serial killer. <laughs> he's actually killing, he has a history of killing quite a few people as in his mother we believed in the past he killed he also killed the young student um in Chiyo's class and he also killed the um co-worker or um, kind of fellow teacher at the academy um who was kind of you know being mean um to Chiyo online so you know he killed multiple people and even though that was what we were dealing with was a serial killer 
it wasn't such a scary or gruesome situation, um, which for a serial murderer, you think it probably should have been. Um, is that just me? Like, I was like, this isn't giving, we have an actual murderer on the loose. We should be fearing for our lives. This is terrifying. This is so scary. This is, whoa. You know, it just wasn't giving that. So by the time the drama started to focus on this aspect, as in, you know, this murder plot line and figuring out what was going on, who's the murderer, how it's all connected and, and kind of, you know, finding the real actual um, suspect and all of that, it was lackluster for me. It just was not at all as complex and interesting as it should have been. And I believe that was like that because they were were afraid to go there with the story after it had already been established, you know, the cuteness and the sweetness of our main couple. I think they had set us up with the the, the idea of a romance uh, that we we're going to watch and follow kind of play out and this kind of funny rom-com, silly connection um, of these two. And it just didn't they didn't properly arrange these two um, stories, these two types of stories in one story. The two stories, the romance of this unlikely couple and then the mystery of the murderer being afoot who's obsessed with his boss, they were mismatched. They just, the stories didn't ma- match in this in this drama. The tone of both were never gonna match each other because the way, that, again, they set up the story from the beginning with our kind of rom-com effects. Unfortunately, one of them was just gonna have to be lackluster because they were too mismatched. Like they just weren't gonna fit in this story together properly. And I think because of that, we pulled down the the kind of romance that was the crux of this story and that was the the, the heart and soul of this story with that murder plot line. It just pulled down the rest of the story. And it took away from some of those really, really good moments we could have gotten with our couple and other things that they threw, like, and other things they could have actually included in the story, like... You know, at the end when they threw in the return of the deadbeat mom, (laughs) you know, um, like that could have been something they brought in a little bit sooner, even though that was not my favorite plot line. I don't like the return of mothers and all they want is money. Like, oh my gosh, I was really annoyed by that. Uh, But if they wanted to integrate a little bit better, they could have brought it up sooner. Because if they brought it up sooner, they could have actually did a little bit more with the relationship between Han Sun and her her sister Hang Ja and having kind of that kind of play out and what that felt like after having your sister return after all these years, after dropping off her daughter with you and you being forced to raise her daughter for her. You know, like that was something that could have they could have integrated earlier in the drama and actually taken some time to really explore that relationship um, and how Hei Sung really felt about it. And then they could have explored um, Hei and her return of her mother and kind of explored their relationship a little bit more, gave them a little bit more time together. Um, and then even Jaewoo and his relationship with his older sister, Hing Ja, he, you know, we could have got more of that. That, again, we missed out on some of those moments because, again, that murder plot line, that that murder plot line, which I don't feel like was worth it. It was not strong enough. It just didn't do what it needed to do to make the story more interesting. It just wasn't 
doing it. I mean, we had good stuff already with our couple and the romance and the neighborhood and the, and the folks in the neighborhood and the and the and the students and what they were dealing with with the schooling. There were some other things that we could have focused on and kind of um, made a little bit stronger and highlighted a little bit more if they wanted to feel a little bit more juicy. But as far as this murder mystery plot line with a serial killer, uh, yeah, no. Um, so. Yeah, they, or they could have even given the, you know, even shown more about the integration of Chiyol in the lives of our kind of um, Hei Sung and her family, like how he was really fitting into their life um, post engagement and post all the scandals that they were put, put into and things like that. We could have saw a little bit more of that. Um, they ended up just not, and then for all of them not to show all that good stuff that we could have gotten, they ended up not even doing the serial killer justice in the end. I I feel like they never, um, they didn't even give him a proper ending to his kind of story. It felt sudden and rushed the way they handled him being caught and then him um, ending up killing himself. And it just could have been done with more subtlety and nuance to make the journey that we had been on with him more worthwhile. Like. We, you know, this is someone that we had saw in the past um, in flashbacks as a little boy who suffered, you know, the abuse of his mother and watching his sister die and then maybe potentially also killing his mother. You know, there was a lot that they gave us about his character that we just, I feel like they didn't give um, more of an ending to. It was so sudden, you know, like he was... Yes, he was obsessed with Chiyol so much so that he was killing for him to then only at the end just scream this to Chiyol and then, you know, before jumping to his death. It was just kind of like, I I guess that's the end of his character. I don't know. I think we deserved more there. And I know that sounds weird, but I definitely believe there should have been more done. Not to explain away his killing of innocent people, not at all, but more about where his trauma led him and how he felt victim to that and it would have been nice to explore that with his character but they didn't because again they were trying to connect the way that he grew up and his experience of his mother being obsessed with schooling and teach I mean and and their and their grades and all of that being the reason why you know his family kind of fell apart and he turned out the way that he turned out in the future as in a murderer and they didn't connect it properly. They were, they kind of alluded to that's what the, he was supposed to be an example of, but they didn't do it justice. They didn't, they didn't really flesh that out so that we could really see that. And I just didn't appreciate it. I didn't appreciate it. I didn't appreciate it. Um, and so this talking about that character leads me perfectly to my thoughts on the characters and kind of some of my things that I enjoyed about some of the characters and some of the things I didn't really um, appreciate about some of the characters. And that one, um, for sure, our, um, our kind of serial killer. Um, his character was definitely one of the the most lacking for me because again, I feel like they threw him in there and took away so much good stuff we could have gotten with our main storyline and our main romance and our main couple and their family and, and, and her family and all that for him. And you didn't give anything extra. They didn't give anything more for him to make me feel like I went through all of that with that murder and that being revealed um, for it to not come to a proper ending, if that makes sense. So I just feel like that was a poor, that was a waste of character. That was a waste of story. That was a waste of plot. That was just like, you could have left it out. And I think we would have still had an enjoyable drama there. Um, 
if, I'm sorry, that may just be me, <laughs> but I really do think it was not necessary for this type of story. Um, and then exactly like his character, the, um, the Dong Gui character is you know, directly linked to Chiol and that he's kind of like his shadow. He's everywhere that he is. People joke about the fact that they are basically a married couple. Um, so by the time he is, you know, um, his next victim seems to be Sung and all of that because of her relationship with Chiyo. It makes sense. Like he's so connected to Chiyo. Um, he doesn't want anyone standing in his way and he's ready to get rid of anyone who's standing in his way. But the way that they had that from the perspective of the Donghui character, but not from the perspective of Chiyo was again lacking. Again, we didn't need to see um, Chiyo being in love with Donghui at all, but I did expect at the end, they showed him kind of going through like a little, you know, a, sh- a moment of shock by the whole situation with Donghui. Um, and then after that, him having kind of going, falling into a slight depression because of the the death of Donghui, um, we see that, but again, it didn't feel like it didn't feel like it was given enough time to really allow the character to process that. Um, especially when he finds out immediately that he's the killer, and then all of a sudden, the next thing you know, he runs up on Dongyi trying to kill Sung. You know, it all happened too fast for me. I didn't get to see that lead up, that kind of build up of this. Chiyo character recognizing like oh my goodness this kid that I had near me so near me and like next to me this entire time not only did I not know him or didn't know who he really was he's been doing something like this behind my back and and I had no clue like him having those moments of really dealing with that and processing that we never really fully see that and I think we should have um I really do and I think that would have happened had they given them more time in the end before, you know, I don't know. It just, it, it, it was felt lackluster. I just missed out on that. Um, but either, either way, Chiyo, the character himself, I did absolutely enjoy. I, like I said, from the very beginning of my initial thoughts, I really, 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 really enjoyed his character. I was interested in him and I was intrigued with him. I'm also a sucker for a math genius. Um, I don't know what it is about me and math geniuses. And because, maybe because I absolutely admire people who are really good at math because I'm absolutely not. So I think I just really admire them. Um, so I love a character who's... Um, who's good at math. <laughs> so I think I was automatically kind of biased, but I really enjoyed his character and I really appreciated his character. And I do feel like his character was the one that we saw the most growth and kind of progress through. Um, he kind of started out, started out one way and then over time recognized that he needed to change and started to make those changes slowly, but surely. And so just natural progression of a character, very well done. Now, Sung, who I love as a person like if I knew her in real life absolutely I think she would be a gem to be like to know um even like her sister recognizes at the end like you know you're not the lucky one having this chill as your your boyfriend actually he's the lucky one because you're just like a rock star kind of human and I completely agree like she is such a rock star human and so admirable and you just gotta love her and it's like if only everybody was like her you know but the other thing I will say is that I felt like with the Sung character, we could have gotten, and I know I'm being, I'm picking, I know I'm picking, but I feel like this drama was supposed to be a lot, I was supposed to 
come from the way from this drama just absolutely in love with it in love with it and enamored with it like I was with hometown cha-cha-cha and I didn't have it and so I think I'm being a little bit more harsh on it and so sorry about that but with the Hyesung character though she was this amazing human being of a person I really feel like we didn't get to see um all of her kind of individual character traits kind of like through to the end I feel like they kept in the beginning they kept showing like these different aspects of her that I found very interesting but then they would just kind of like cut it off in his tracks um like for example this this concept of Sung um being really invested in um her daughter because I'm calling Hei her daughter because she is her daughter um Sung being so invested in Hei's um education after never being that way she she recognized in the early episodes like this is new to her and so she takes it on and she really gets invested in it and I kind of wanted to see her explore what that meant for her as a as a mother to this girl who technically you know isn't her her daughter um and I wanted her to kind of have more moments of kind of recognizing like look at me you know being this wonderful mother that I am I feel like she didn't get to you know, to her own horn a lot of the times. And I feel like she had the right to kind of sit down and kind of reflect on that. And she didn't really get a chance to do that. Um, I feel like we were supposed to see that from all the other characters, but I feel like that was a lot of telling and not enough showing. Um, so I kind of wish we kind of got to see it a little bit more from Sung's perspective, how she viewed herself as a mother. Um, and then this, this kind of aspect of her where she was just... I mean, I think she also could have been a little bit more um, interesting. <laughs> I know I'm seeing so harsh with Hazel because again, I love her as a person, but I feel like there were more aspects of her that they could have explored that make, made her a little bit more interesting. You know, this, this idea that she was a former athlete and then she quits being an athlete so that she can raise her niece as her daughter and her kind of having this moment of resentfulness like she never has that moment maybe she doesn't maybe she never is resentful about that at all but I kind of wanted that a little bit like her having a little bit of resentment that she recognizes and she addresses within herself and you know maybe there's like a little moment of anger there not towards Hei necessarily but like her sister returning she handled that way too well to me and even her sister says that in the letter that she leaves her when she leaves again to Japan she even recognized like no one else would let their sister just kind of just stumble back into her life and I'm like yeah no one would like can we get a moment of Sung kind of like going off on her um I would have really appreciated that but again Sung is just too amazing as, a, as a, a person to do that but I kind of wanted to see a little bit more um spice to Sung, not because she needs it necessarily but I think it would have been more interesting um just for her character but again she was a beautiful um soul you can tell and I appreciated her character like I said I would love to know a Sung in my life I think everyone would be so honored and blessed to have a Sung kind of character in their life um so definitely enjoyed her as a, a character to that extent but I really would have thought it would have been a little bit more interesting had she been a little bit more kind of like a little bit more oomph to her a little oomph but she, you know, she stood her ground. She was a strong one. Don't get me wrong. But I just wanted her to be a little bit, a little bit more messy. Just a little, a little bit 
bit more messy, a little bit more messy. Um, and then I want to mention briefly about these, our younger characters, as in these, our students who are, you know, another aspect of the story and they're dealing with, you know, this education system and getting the importance of getting good grades and doing well on the CSTAT so they can, you know, get into a good university and all of that. Um, so I do want to mention them briefly. Our our students, they were, I like their storyline. I, I had no issues with them. Um, do I feel like um, we could have got anything more from them? Maybe, maybe not. You know, like I said, I didn't have any problems with their plot line. I actually really enjoyed the, the kind of um, school plot line and the students and not, and Hayley and her two guys that were in love with her and, you know, her best friends. And I, I, I like them all. Yes, our little um, our little villain um, student Bang Sua, she, she was a little you know, she was a little stock there, a little stock character. But she did get some little growth points at the very end of the drama, so I, I didn't mind that at all. Um, I would have really loved the, if at the end Hagi never chose between the two her two love you know two love interests. I would have liked it if she kind of kept herself in the middle of the two, and those two were still kind of like going back and forth about who's gonna you know you know who who want who who's gonna get to be with her and whatever like that. I thought they were so cute. I love their little dynamic. I it wasn't it didn't feel like a love triangle at all because it felt like Hagi was like um. I got other things to worry about. You guys figure that out. But I did like the two, our two, Sung Jae and um, Go Hyu. Uh, is it Gong Hu? Gong Hu? Gong Hu? <laughs> Gong Hu. I like those two kind of fighting over her, um, but also their friendship that formed and their kind of connection to Hey, I thought they were so cute together. I think she should just keep them both. <laughs> She should just kept them both like running behind her like little puppies. I'm sorry. <laughs> she totally should have. But yeah, it was super cute. Um, I really liked the younger characters. I loved their storyline. I thought they were they were pretty cute. Um, and then gotta mention the parents of these these kiddos. They were another fun aspect to the story. A lot of the comedy there, I think, came from the the mothers um, and and how they were interacting with one another. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm thinking about um, um, the actress Huang Bora. She plays the mother of Danji, who's the kind of best friend of Hei. And she is he hilarious in this drama. And she, to me, is like in every drama I ever watch her in. Like, she's a, such a scene stiller. Like, when she's in a scene and they give her her line, you can tell she's kind of just like runs with them. I eat her up like she is so 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 good so I really really enjoyed her um, kind of like little comedic moments but yeah they provide a lot of comic relief her um, and our kind of main mom who was running the shots you know um, what was what was her character name she's the mother of um, of Suwa oh yes her name was Su Hui I think her name was Su Hui and she's the mother of Suwa and she's played by the magnificent Kim Sun um, Young so just amazing 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 so I love them I thought they were great as well um, and they gave them a little bit of kind of like little growth points at the end as well like for Su Suwi and, and her daughter so you know that was all nice and then we have the um Su, um, Sun, um, Sun Jae's mother, who's played by the, again, magnificent Jang Young Nam. She is 
she's a rough one, man. I was not expecting her to be such a just frustrating and annoying character. <laughs> I was so annoyed by her character and how horrible she was to her sons only to then realize like oh my gosh like you're gonna be the reason why your sons end up you're the reason they end up the way that they've ended up and so I liked the turning point for her at the end of course and I like how she still was like I'm not friends with you guys like the to the neighborhood moms like she's like why does she think I'm her friend I still love that so she, her character didn't do a full kind of like you know 180 change she was still kind of herself at the end of the drama so yeah I really think they did a great job with the um, kind of our secondary characters not as good as they did um in hometown top top man I love those secondary characters in there oh my gosh I, I love them so I'm not trying to compare the two but I did kind of compare the two so forgive me there but yes okay so that's my kind of thoughts on the characters and my kind of love and appreciate for some of them um but yeah so these are my final thoughts overall about the drama so as much as I've loved our two main leads and their adorable relationship because that is the standout that was the bread and butter of this drama that was the bread and butter But the problem is, I feel like the drama itself didn't do that relationship and those two, our two leads justice. I just don't think they did. I feel like the story could have been, um, and it truly, it could have truly been more of a simple later in life romance story with some discussion of the education system in Korea without the murdering. I would have um, really... I would have really appreciated that. And I believe that I would recommend this drama for the relationship because I think that they their relationship was adorable. It was wonderful to see. Um, but, but even saying that, if you already know the spoiler of who the murderer is of this drama, it's just not as exciting, I'm gonna be honest. Um, And I love the final episode. And I think that's how I knew that's where the strength of the drama was. When it went back to this kind of slice of life, feel good moments of the drama at the end there, I felt like, yep, that's what they should have kept throughout the entire drama. And that's what they should have relied on. That was good enough on its own. They did not need the murder murder plot. They did not need that at all. Um, I think they could even done something really interesting with that character that wasn't murdering you know I think they could have really developed that character into something totally different for the story and it would have been just in it would have done justice more justice to the story of our two leads falling in love than what it did so yeah those are my overthoughts I recommend it if you want to see a really nice um sweet relationship through most of the first half of the drama (laughs) and then like the final two like final episode of the drama but as far as a lot of the stuff in between I really could have done without I really could have done without unfortunately unfortunately so yep that's it that's my final thoughts um on Crash Course and Romance so before I wrap up this episode because again this isn't just about uh, Crash Course I want to actually talk about Can We Be Strangers or Strangers Again as it's known um more widely known let me kind of go into my final thoughts about that. So 
quickly, if you did not watch Can We Be Strangers, because I don't think a lot of people really did, um, this was a 12 episode drama that told the story of a divorce lawyer who herself is a divorcee reuniting at her law office with her ex-husband who is also a lawyer. The story setup is one that has our characters and us, the audience, questioning can these two overlook their past together to become strangers again enough to try to make it work again together. Um, and this setup, in my initial thoughts of this drama, because I did talk about my initial thoughts, um, um, was a definite no-no for me. <laughs> it was a definite no-no. I admitted that I am not a fan of second chance romances or ex-lovers to lovers again. Um, I'm not, that's just not in my ministry. It really isn't. However, I also noted in my initial thoughts about this drama that I am you know, a sucker for law and legal dramas. And I found myself in the beginning of this drama so, so interested in the divorce cases that they were showcasing in the drama. So, you know, even though in my initial thoughts, I was kind of like, oh, I hate this setup. This is not my trope. I don't enjoy this. I was able to immediately admit that even though this is not my favorite setup, they have something that's absolutely captured me. And in my initial thoughts, I think I didn't say this, but I definitely noted it. I was absolutely in love with the writing of this drama from the very beginning. It did such an amazing job with the divorce cases fitting perfectly into the story it told of our lead characters. Um, the cases didn't seem episodic or isolated from the our overarching plot line. Instead, each case revealed more about our characters to us and to the characters themselves. It was marvelous. It really was. It was amazing. It was an amazing show of writing that felt complete and whole and succinct and for its shorter runtime because you know that's one of my big things about these shorter dramas is like are you going to be able to tell the story properly in those 12 episodes will you need more you know are you going to rush it you know it's it's sometimes a question I have but this drama really made great use of the 12 episodes where it did not allow for any wasted or empty spots in the story. It was so impressive. It was so impressive. I was so impressed by this drama. And I don't think you see this very often with these shorter procedural style dramas. So for that alone, I was happy watching this drama. But again, I did mention that I was very hesitant about the setup, the setup of this drama being a second chance romance. Um, and usually with these types of dramas, they tend to pull in second lead contender, um, a second lead contender or contenders creating a love triangle or a love square sometimes. And then I'm livid and I'm up in arms and I'm ready to fight and I don't want anything. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. However, this drama, though it did initially present second lead characters as potentially like a potential love interest for our leads, those characters ended up naturally leaving the story without too much fuss. For example, um, our lead character is Ohara and she is played by the magnificent Kang Sora, who I am just a such a fangirl of. Um, and one of her return, like this is like her return back to dramas, I think, but absolutely lovely, lovely. So she plays Ohada. Our male lead is played by Jang Sung Jo, and he plays um, Gu Unbum, I believe. Yeah. Gu Unbum is his name. Um, So for example, Ohada 
early on gets tricked into going on a blind date with her friend, with the friend of her ex-husband as an attempt of her ex, <laughs> Umbum, to get her into a new relationship and a potential marriage so he could stop having her, you know, having to pay her alimony because, you know, they were divorced. However, after meeting this guy, she actually starts a cute little relationship with him and it happens easily and they in the beginning were quite interesting together to me. I thought they had these kind of stark differences between the two and they sometimes butted heads with one another. But I really liked that about them. And originally I was rooting for them. I was like, oh my God, this is kind of cute. Um, so I, as I'm like, oh my gosh, here it is again. I started to, you know, freak out about this is the problem with second chance romances and love triangles. And I just knew this was never, they were never going to allow for this new coupling to work. So what's the point of bringing them together? I was just ready to be up in arms as I like to do with my love triangles and second chance stories. But early on, even while Hara is starting in this new relationship, we recognize that she is not over her ex-husband completely. And she is starting this new relationship. And we know her going into this that it's not going to work out. It's just not going to work out because she is not She's not all in. She still has lingering feelings for her ex-husband. So I then at that point realized like this relationship is never going to work anyway. So I, you know, though I was getting kind of annoyed and frustrated with that development, I still feel like this is a testament of the writing because they ended up making the relationship that I was rooting for turn into this experience for the character that I didn't feel right rooting for anymore. So by the time Hara and Jagum, who is her the guy that she's dating, decides to part ways, I wasn't too mad. I was like, okay, this was expected. I was hoping this would happen actually. And that's usually not the case. Usually I'm like, this should be working out. They should be together. Um, you know, I was really ready to be mad at it but I wasn't. Um, but then going from that, unfortunately, this then led to the point of the story that our second chance lovers decide to give it another go. And, you know, they realize they have, you know, still have feelings there and that they want to try again now that they kind of have this new found lens, um, you know, over each other, like kind of what, how they view each other now. And I was rearing up to drop the drama. I'm not going to lie. I was like, this is my least favorite part of second chance romances is when the second chance lovers give it a second chance. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Divorce cases aside, even though I'm loving them, I will drop this. I was ready to drop the drama. I just don't like second chance romances because you really have to convince me those two are better together than apart. And you know what? This drama was not convincing me of that. These two, I kept watching those two and I was like, no, I was just shaking my head like, no, this isn't, this doesn't work. This isn't supposed to work. They aren't right for each other. Um, even though there was not another option that they presented for the two, as in like, these are better options, just seeing them as they were trying to make it work again. I was like, nope, 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 nope. I don't think this works. And then we get to the final episode and our two leads end up joining me in that sentiment and then recognize that you're right. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. And then guess what? It doesn't work. Like it doesn't work out. The two second chance lovers, after giving it a second chance, realize, yeah, no, it still doesn't work. 
And when I tell you I jumped for joy and fell head over heels for this drama, I was so, so satisfied with the writing. I was to- It totally surprised me with that ending. I could have sworn they were going to put them back up, back together again. But nope, nope. It was, it was, it was like, no, it was just like, what? (laughs) It was so unexpected. Um, And it was like, for once, I felt like the writer understood me and my thoughts on second chance romance K-dramas. And I felt seen and I felt like appreciation for the story even more because I, I felt like that was the writing. That was the way the writing led. It led to them not working out together. And had they forced it, it would have made the story, it would have cheapened the the overall story that they had created for us. So absolutely fell in love with this drama at the end of it. I was like, I would recommend this drama to anyone now because of that, because I don't think we see that very often with our second chance romances. Um, I don't, I just, we always get them back together again. It's like, sometimes we're really not supposed to be together again. And this drama did that and it did it beautifully and they explained it so well and they gave these kind of really heartfelt and touching moments at the end with like Hada kind of recognizing like man I'm you know I'm age I'm getting up there you know and and I'm getting older and I'm you know I want to be married again I want to have kids I want these things for my future I want love I want to be loved I want to love on others but you know what I don't He's not the one, you know, like I have love for him, but it's not, we're not supposed to be like that. And I have to realize that and I have to be okay with that and find, you know, keep moving forward and being okay with maybe never having that person. I don't know. It was just so sad and beautiful at the end and I loved it. And it was just a different perspective of this type of romance that I don't think they give us. And I appreciated it. So I highly recommend this drama. It's only 12 episodes. It's a nice breezy one. Um, Like I said, it is kind of procedural with like some of the case, the divorce cases. But again, all those divorce cases connect to our kind of leads and their overall storyline. And so it never feels like you're just kind of like watching a divorce case end and then like, okay, the end. It's like it all connects in the end. And I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. And it was just like some funny moments. I mean, really funny moments. We had our second lead, um, our second um, kind of lead couple, which were pretty interesting and quirky. So that was interesting to watch. Um, And it just was great. It was good. I really did enjoy it. I really, really did enjoy it. And again, it it almost lost me right at the mid to end point where I was like, oh, here we go again. But it it totally turned it around. I was like, nope, we're not going that route, actually. This is the story that we wanted to tell. And boy, when I say I appreciated it, I really, really appreciated it. So, okay, that's it. I have nothing else to say. I think I gave you my final thoughts on um crash course and romance i think you kind of got where i stand with crash course i really was enjoying our couple and i really expected that to be the main focus of the drama and i feel like it got a little it had a detour from that and i kind of didn't appreciate that detour (laughs) Uh, but it did bring it home with an amazing wonderful final episode And then with Strangers Again, I was completely surprised by the route that the story told. I absolutely enjoyed it. I loved it to pieces. Um, And I think they just, it was writing done so well um, for 12 episodes. So 
definitely, definitely recommend. But that's it. That's all, guys. I promise you I'm done. That's it for my um, final thoughts on Crash Course in Romance and Strangers Again. That's what went down. All right. That's what went down in those two. But that's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And whether you're listening in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening, I hope you have a great day. So everyone, it's been real. Lola's off.